You know what's gonna come out? They're gonna <laughs> don't fly too close to him. You know, you know what's gonna come out? It's gonna say like they're gonna introduce her dad somewhere. They're gonna be like, "Sir, what do you think about being a farmer?" It's like, "Farmer? It's like, I was an accountant." <laughs> but the commercials. The it said you were a crop duster. Oh yeah, very bad history crop dusting people. I'm actually doing it right now, and he just walks <laughs> away. <laughs> Teresa Greenfield for Iowa Senate. All right, welcome back to the post week two fantasy fuck boys going on to week three. Missed last week due to some technical difficulties. Basically, just went full on retard mode. Excuse my language for the hard R for those of you that <laughs> that are offended by that. Uh, I I don't really know a, a better term. So uh, our recording on Discord ended after about 18 minutes. Tossin was on. Sorry to him for, uh, he, he had a good episode. He was giggle, giggling all over the place. Literally just giggles like every every five minutes. Could, could not get over Brandon's name of uh, busting mid-chub. Just thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So anyway, we'll have to toss him back on later this season. But unfortunately, we, uh, we didn't get an episode out last week. So I'm Travis. Uh, I'm David. And we've got uh, we've got two guests this week, so second time ever. That, uh, what what did they say? Everything can be done twice. Oh, some something along those lines. I don't I don't know. Like I said, retard mode. It's just carrying <laughs> over into this week. So uh, we've got we've got Jaden here. That What's one, up with it? The little, COVID king. <laughs> little little salt the in the king part right. But. Little salt in the, salt in the wounds here for David uh, after losing to him this week. To go to zero and two, um, we've also got Ben. <coughs> yeah, yeah, I think I got it. <laughs> also the COVID <laughs> king, apparently. So we're just gonna get, we're gonna run through some news. We'll go to some wager results, to the weekly results, and then we will go into this week's matchups and wagers as well. I will I will say, I will say that we uh, last week skipped commercials, so it's probably better that we didn't do that that's uh that's our biggest feedback right now is that people enjoy the commercials so we'll we'll probably put some out today yeah at least at least i've got one already that i'm thinking of a little bit i don't have one yet it's stirring a little bit so but we'll get there i've got however long it takes till we get to the commercial break usually it's like five minutes before we're done (laughs) so all right so we'll go on to some news from the nfl this was Maybe the most gruesome Sunday in NFL history. We had seven ACL tears, which is unbelievable. I don't know how many hamstrings have been injured this year already. Uh, just some just some big names to kind of run down here. Nick Bosa, Bosa tore his ACL. It's not a huge fantasy impact, but for the 49ers D, definitely hurt some. Then we got Saquon, tore his ACL. Then you go to Christian McCaffrey, who has a high ankle sprain out four to six weeks uh, in high ankle sprains. I'm, you've had it before. Four to six weeks can sometimes leak into a little bit longer. We're hoping not for your sake. Yeah, and that that's what Saquon had last year, and he obviously was, was pretty rough for him once he came back still anyways. Yeah, it seemed like he was hobbled up for at least a couple more weeks. It wasn't He wasn't at uh, his full Saquon ability there. Uh, Drew Locke injured his shoulder. Cortland Sutton torn ACL, really another <laughs> rough stretch there with your Broncos. Jimmy G got hurt. I mean, just 
Devontae Adams, Julio, just everybody that you could think of, it seemed like. Uh, Paris Campbell, it, it, it seemed like everybody had someone go down yesterday. I was fortunate enough not to. I lost Mac in week one, and for whatever reason, losing for the season seems like only losing him was a blessing, you know. So everybody else is kind of getting hit by the injury bugs and kind of stinks. And uh, that that definitely impacted the results of this week pretty heavily. So um, some other league news. We had some trades. So the the one that happened today, we can kind of go over. Uh, Jarek McKinnon and Jerry Judy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I think Max Fleece Adam, and it's just because Jarek McKinnon played last week as well, and they had injuries, and he got three touches in their game last week. Uh, well, with, with two injured running backs and Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert. So yeah. wait, he got three touches after they got injured. Total, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tough. They're gonna have to run it. With someone. Jeff they're Wilson, like, man. Jeff Wilson. Their entire identity on offense, I feel like, is well, based off their ability to run the ball. That's so. because Jimmy G couldn't throw it, and Jimmy G's out now, though. So, I I don't know. It I, I think that Jerry Judy with Cortland Sutton now is going to be very good. I thought he looked good against the Steelers' defense, top-ranked defense. So, I, I, I think that Jerry McKinnon is maybe a one-week for 15-point against Travis type of thing, but outside, I don't know that it was worth giving up Jerry Judy who could move into like a wide receiver two range. Well, like Adam said, he just needs a win. So I, mean, I think uh, his trade was literally just to even have that opportunity. I, I don't want to get too cocky, but I'm feeling pretty confident in myself this week. So anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> If you couldn't tell, it's the first time that we've not recorded, but we'll actually be putting out a podcast this season that we haven't been drinking yeah. at all. This the uh, the energy's down. We said that at the beginning of last week too. It's just it it just it's not it's not like like I said last week. The bams and the pows, bam. See, it's just flat and it's just. It just doesn't. We, we can't get a like fuck FDR or anything. No, no it's fuck FDRs this week. Out of the blue, uh, I also I also apologized to Jesse last week. I listened back to the the podcast and I definitely took a lot of shots at him that I probably shouldn't have taken. But you know, it's Jesse. He can he can take it. He gives it back most of the time. He's just not as good over the mic, I guess. He wasn't ready <laughs> for it. So anyway, we'll move on to our next two trades. T.J. Hawkinson for James White. Uh, also very sad. James White's parents were in a car accident that was fatal for his father, um, and his mother's in critical condition. So, really sad. It was, you know, really terrible news to hear. Just hearing Connor's response though to it was was pretty bad. It, it, for those of you that weren't around Connor when he heard the news, he didn't hear the news about his parents being in a car crash yet, but he had heard that he got <coughs> he was a healthy scratch. And said something along the lines of, what the fuck, James White? You're a little <laughs> bitch or something like that. And then the news came out like five minutes later that his parents had gotten in a car accident. And so. he didn't take it back at all. He doubled down. He actually made it worse. He did say, I don't care. He still fucked me over. Yeah. So. <laughs> so oh, man. Really, really great. Really, really. I second that. I recall that. Yep. Some great, uh, great commentary from Connor there. So. 
Anyway, uh, we can ask him about that whenever he's on. It's going to be in the next couple weeks. But finally, we have Miles Gaskin, Deshaun Jackson, and J.K. Dobbins from Adam to Jack for uh, Benny Snell, Alex Madison, and Sony Michelle. Really thought it was just going to be a bench type of trade, but Adam ended up starting two of the people he got, and they got him a combined .7 points, I think. Did uh, Benny Snell end up with negative? Negative 1.2 points, yeah. I think, yeah. And then Michelle had 1.9 points, I think. To, to be fair, I guess, people thought that Benny Snell was actually going to, like, get a lot of playing time and stuff and that didn't happen yeah i mean still i i don't know like i i don't know that i would have started him yet i i guess i'm a little bit more tentative with people that are just kind of like usurping backfields unless you absolutely have to but especially in a backfield like that where they only want to use one running back anyways so if it's not obvious who the number one running back is then it's a little risky to do. Yeah, I mean, unless you absolutely have to, which Adam scoring 84 points the week before might have been an absolute have to. But uh, I think I probably would have avoided him this week if possible. So anyway, that's all I've got for NFL news. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Ben, Jaden, anything? Well, unless Jaden accepts the trade, but outside of that, no. Can we, uh, can we get some inside info on what this trade is? Alright, so I've been going back and forth. I've been asking for Calvin Ridley and Alvin Cook in exchange for Zeke and Mike Williams was kind of like the last one, but the one I just sent him was uh, Cook and DJ Moore for Zeke straight up. I mean, DJ Moore has been, I just don't trust the person throwing him the ball, but it's better than his counter the first time was Jarvis Landry and Cook for Zeke. And it was an all right, but was an all right counter. But it's still Baker throwing him the ball, and Jarvis really hasn't showed anything good this year, I should say. What's uh, what's going through your mind, Jaden? Why why are you so hesitant on this trade? I mean, for me, with all the injuries we saw this last week, I think it could be it could be a common theme this season. Um, you know, the only comparison was. The 2011 season where there was a lot of similar injuries towards the beginning of the season just because of the lack of preseason, lack of fall camp. But, you know, for me, I'm hesitant to get rid of Cook because with the previous ACL tear, I'm pretty sure it comes back stronger, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, bionic knee. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I don't really want to get rid of him. But just in general, kind of feel like it's going to be whoever... Whoever can put enough guys in the starting spot, like decent guys, it's going to be a long season. I mean, we're only at week two, and we we saw four or five first-round draft picks get hurt this last week, so it's tough. Mm-hmm. I won't I won't try to persuade anybody either way. I uh, I won't give my two cents on this because I'm not I'm not trying to tamper. You know, uh, I just think that you should probably give your top three guys away to just random people. And let me have a run at the championship this year. So, um, Let's clear the lane. Anyway, we'll we'll, uh, we'll move into our wagers for this past week. So, we ended up having all but 
four people participate this week, which is pretty solid. You know, I, I wasn't expecting. I I definitely got on a couple people asking uh, whether they're going to put him in or not. Brandon didn't participate, which he did in week one, so he's still on the leaderboard, uh, but is in last place because he only did one week. So the wager leaders currently are Ben at ten, Drew at nine, Jesse at eight and a half, Corn Dog at eight, myself at seven and a half, Max at seven. Tossin, who's only done it one week, is at six and a half, and is leading Adam and David, who've both done it two weeks. Just a really, a really r- rough start to the season for you. Look, like I said, I, it's, I guess I don't know. How did I do on the, uh, the non matchups? Did I like this week? This uh, week? Did I do okay? You missed three out of four on the actual wagers. So week. it's it's not the the wagers, or it is the wagers. It's not the matchups. Yeah. So I I missed four matchups, but only one wager. I and missed two, two matchups. Yeah, uh, three matchups. So you did better on the matchups, but barely. Quite a bit worse on the wagers. So, um. Anyway, you're still leading Jaden, who did it for the first time. Uh, he's at three and a half points, which, I mean, last week would have put him, like, middle of the pack if he keeps on doing it, you know. You can, you can run people down, and then Brandon's at three points still. Uh, really, the Tossin had the biggest week, which kind of shows. And then Jesse had a big week, and Max had a big week as well with six and a half, six and five and a half points. So... Six and a half points is pretty solid for Toss in there. He missed two matchups on betting against himself was one of them. <laughs> uh, and then bet on Max over Nick. So, yeah, so everybody's doing pretty solid. We'll have our wagers throughout our matchups the rest of the day. So, so before we go into our uh, matchup recaps, let's hear some words from our potential sponsors. 2020 has been a tough year. COVID, unemployment, and riots have made this year heartbreaking, depressing, and vicious. Now, David, throwing a tough start to fantasy football, 0-2, and it's just downright outrageous. Starting at $99 a flight at Spirit Airlines, we have a solution. Book a single trip flight to Montana, and we will give you the opportunity to jump out of our plane with no parachute. As soon as you hit 20,000 feet, leave your seat and abandon the fleet. Spirit, we'll leave the door open for you. How about those twin cannons hiking up the mountain ridge 50 yards due west? Or the ridge itself? Round mounds of grass shaped like boobies. I like boobies. Ice Mountain, the official water of the NFL and the Fantasy Football Boys. The Fantasy Fuckboys have an important message from the Taint program. You wouldn't let yourself name your team something so stupid like Kittlehawk. So why would you let your friends do it? Take a stand with Taint. Treating absolutely idiotic named teams program. We can kind of go into our weekly results here. Um... Since I've got it pulled up on my screen, it's going to start with me. Uh, I beat Jack 153.15 to Jack's 139.85. I 
I was really concerned when Harrison Bucker hit two 58-yard field goals in that game and really made it pretty close. Uh, Tyler Lockett, though, in Sunday Night Football, and honestly, DK Metcalf, the, the Seahawks in general looked really, really good, kind of saved me, and uh, broke open that lead enough that Josh Jacobs couldn't catch me on Monday night. I'm not going to have much to say about any of the matchups. I was in such a depressive state after uh, Christian McCaffrey got hurt. I lost to Jaden. Uh, Drew Locke, Cortland Sutton both got hurt. I didn't even look at like the fantasy app on Sunday or Monday. So this is all like brand new information to me for who won. So You're like a baby seeing sunlight for the first time. and Crying? So, well, I don't know, are you? And <laughs> I was. There's Nala chipping in. Where we lost Cooper, we've got Nala back. So uh, really, really getting our expert advice from our animals in that as well. So Nick beat Max 178 to 122.8. Nick didn't have a running back score under 15 points which is not something you should expect when you play four running backs in your lineup. So yeah, Max really didn't have much of a chance. And then with Paris Campbell getting injured, uh, Will Fuller only getting what targeted once. There was some thought that he also might have gotten injured. Yeah, he's I don't know if that's been confirmed or not. A hamstring injury, I think, off and on. And that also might go into our wager mm-hmm. uh, bet between him and Cook. So... Um, yeah, Will Fuller was off early at least. Max put up 122.8, so it's not like he did bad. That was definitely top half of the league in points scored. It's just when you go up against the top scorer in the week, you really just don't have a chance at all. Yep. Uh, second highest scorer, I guess. Yeah, at 178 points, the second highest scorer. That kind of <laughs> tells us about what happened in that Ben and Brandon matchup, but... Jane, you want to you want to take the next one? You want to go uh, James and Adam in this uh, barn burner, this high-scoring, fast-paced game. For sure. So between Adam and James, it's quite the barn burner, like you said. Adam was really let down by Benny Snell, minus 1.4 points. Yeah, Adam's just had a rough start to the year. Don't really see. A lot of light in the tunnel either. (laughs) This shit's fucked. Um, Then James. I don't really hate James' team. He just, or James' team. He just had a rough, uh, rough go from Julio. uh, His first over, or his first round selection. He just didn't look very good. Kind of got banged up. It'll be interesting to see if he turns it around this year. This was a quite the shootout for sure in your expert opinion i will probably talk about this more in the uh, this week's matchups section but do you see adam breaking 100 in week three yes yes by a lot or by a little uh, <laughs> all right why don't, why don't we make this our weekly wager our first weekly wager here okay. all right so over under 100 points for adam where do you got him gene oh, yeah it's it's over for sure, by a large margin. You I think put, you think I that put, line's you think I that line's the, solid? I put the over under at one. But you can't put one, it at one twelve. You're gonna put it at his projected points. 
Uh, Isn't that what they are? That is stealing? Uh, it should be at like 120, I think. Yeah, he's at like 125, I think. But I'm not going to put it over 100 yet because oh, he hasn't yeah. got to 100 yet. So over under 100 points for Adam. Should be an easy point, I think. 125 is projected. Yeah, should be an easy point for everybody, I think. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the over. There's no way his team can be that bad three weeks in a row. The, I know you think the under is where we should be going. but I, I mean, I was thinking the over, but if everybody's going the under, like I think 100 should be a really easy mark. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Most I'm going, people. did I say under? You I've, said over. Okay, said over. yeah, yeah. Definitely going the over. I need, I need to... S- Secure all the easy points that I can. I'm, at this point, yeah, you 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 really need everything, <laughs> anything you can get. So, where are you going, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I'm on top, so it's pretty easy to say over on this one. I think Keenan Allen, uh, with the uh, with the new quarterback, even though they say he's Tyrod's got the spot, we all know that's bullshit. I think uh, he really liked Keenan Allen, so Keenan Allen will go off. Carson will stay steady. Joe Mixon still sucks. But uh, with the addition of Jarek McKinnon, I think he has one huge week of, like, 14 points, and that puts him over the top. Over the top of 100 points. Correct. So, like, 102 probably, if I had to guess. All right. I'm going to say, just because I don't want it to be uh, unanimous here, I I want – I'm going to say under for Adam. Um, I'm playing against him, which means he's probably going to go put out, like, 150 points. Because I've you know talked shit on him a little bit, but uh, I'm gonna say under. I think Jarek McKinnon doesn't do super well, and I, I won't put any bad juju out. I'm gonna also circle back to that and say that Adam caused the bloody Sunday by Saturday night telling me that Clyde Edwards would get hurt and would be out for the season, um, or would not do anything, would be out for quite a while. He's uh, too small to get hurt. He's got that small can. He's so compact. Up. He's all yeah. muscle. He's he's a single <laughs> muscle. Yeah. Um, but Adam claiming that threw off all the juju and everybody just started getting hurt left and right. People that weren't supposed to and they couldn't. The fantasy football world couldn't find his balance. You know. So uh, I'm going under on Adam, and we can go into our next matchup with an unbiased opinion from Ben. Uh, Drew versus David. Jaden versus David. Yeah. All right, we already talked about how I, Drew beat I, last You know, I was... Uh, no tr- one got to hear trying, it. Trying to repeat it so as if week two didn't happen, so you would have had a, another shot at Jaden here. But we'll, we'll let Ben talk it, about it. I said it last week, but I'll say it again. I'm just excited for the season to start. These are just preseason games, right? First one doesn't count, and second, second one. one doesn't count either. Second one doesn't count either, yeah. Second one's the first first. Yeah, and then so, so next yeah. week is when I start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, so I still don't know who I'm going to because uh, is, is it David and Jaden? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lean, <laughs> lean in just a bit. Okay. So we got David and Jaden. Pretty close one for about the first hour and a half of the first games. Jaden's team again seems to find all the roles, getting pretty lucky with it. But hey, he'll take it now. Better than never. Uh, rough week for Lamar, for David. Obviously, even rougher week for Christian McCaffrey, for David. Uh, getting hurt for the next four to possibly the whole season. Just couldn't get much to go his way. With that being said, 112 is not a bad week for a down week. Um, Jaden continues to put up big numbers at 150. I 
think even if Lamar went off and CMC stayed healthy that Jaden still probably would have edged out the win. T.Y. kind of looked like shit, but when you have a 45-year-old man that throws the ball sidearm and can only throw the ball 30 yards, throwing it to someone that catches the majority of his passes downfield, not much hope there. But like David said, first two games didn't count, so he's starting a season next week. As am I, I'm going to go ahead and play that out as well. Um, I just figured I'd give it, give everyone a head start, and I think David felt the same way. So, Yeah, you know, I wish I wanted to apologize to Jaden for the amount of shit that I talked to him about how I was going to beat him in fantasy football this week, but when I'm holding up the first place trophy at the end of the year and you're watching on from the stands... I'll, I'll just feel vindicated. I'll know that my shit-talking was worth it. You know what I mean? We'll see, man. If that's the case, I'll be the first to congratulate you, but you got to take it from me first. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this other than uh, Jaden's at 1-1 right now, first overall, at the, the 2-0 mark. Uh, he thinks he's got a potential dynasty. I, I don't know about it. We'll, I'll go more in-depth on his team, I guess, in matchups a little bit. I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I, I mentioned it a couple times last week as well i have not looked at any rosters or done any research for any of this so far so i'm kind of just going off the top kind of like a uh, like a freestyle rapper would do on like Jaden and the pre-show uh, we might we might intro Jaden's rap attempts uh or lack thereof as our intro <laughs> this week just you know give, give you a little uh, a little humbling to the guy that's in first right now so uh i'll move on to probably my favorite matchup of the week it definitely gave me more of a scare than my own uh i guess i was maybe more interested i was kind of a, a afraid of what was going to happen in mind but drew and connor this week ending up one tenth of a point a single yard away from each other this week connor loses to drew 107.5 to 107.6 love to see it, love it, to see it. it was intense i i stayed up last night until 10:30, I'm in bed at like 9:45 all the time. I sit up and watch the entire game, and uh, it was that last drive. All the Raiders had to do was get a first down. Game's over. They kind of they milked the clock a little bit, which maybe isn't the wrong decision. But then they kicked a 54-yard field goal, where maybe I'm a little bit more conservative. You punt there, go like 30 seconds left. They have to go 85 yards on a bad punt, so. Most likely like 90, 95 yards in 30 seconds versus if you miss that 54-yard field goal, they get a chance to tie and have to go 50 yards is, or I guess it would be like 30, 65 yards. Uh, I don't know. It, it didn't make any, any sense to me why they didn't just punt, but uh, it really allowed for some garbage time. And Connor, thankfully, being a tenth of a point down, didn't get a single catch on that last drive, so... Yeah, I think the the uh, whole not having the robots play for him, at least for after he left watching the games yesterday, as he was walking out, he did say, I just need my last two players to score 15 points. His math was off. They did score 15 points. He got what he asked for and still felt short. short. So, I mean, like I said, robots can't do everything for him, and this is the first case of that. You got any, uh, any thoughts on it, Gene? No. <laughs> Not worth your time? or He's just, he's just wild. I, I will he's s- just happy to be here. I, I will say Drew starting 
uh, 2-0 and is big. Uh, I think he's got a solid team, regardless of his 107.6 performance. He had Mostert go out. Devontae Adams was precautionarily put out. Three or four guys, I thought. Devontae Adams as well, right? Yeah, I said that. He's, he's put up precautionarily. Just because they were up so big, he was a little bit tight. And so they sat him. And then I thought he had at least one more. Uh, Joe Sterling Shepard is questionable for a turf toe. But I don't – yeah, he did play him. Yeah, so he, he had three guys that were out mid-game or early game. Uh, so it's kind of an insult to injury. Good thing we didn't air what we said last week about it. I don't know if you remember that. I can. Oh, I do. I remember I, it. I can. I can cut it. I can cut. Show a little clip of it. Uh, I think I got that at least on our end. Um, our predictions were close. I said Drew by fifty. I said sixty. And Tossin said seventy. So we were we were right there. Let's uh, also not bring up my prediction for me versus Jaden. I uh, I remember it. I don't remember the. So. Did you play Adam week one? Yes. And you beat him like 152 to 88 or something like that? Yeah. So I predicted that I was going to beat you 152 to 88. So, I mean... You fool. <laughs> I was a little off. But I'm just fucking killing the Millers this year. My yeah, point God. differential <laughs> average per game like versus the Millers like 40 points. Are it's you- not how you start. It's how you finish, man. Are you saying it's an easy schedule? Is that what you're saying? I or mean, whoever, whoever blessed I, me with this schedule. Wow. It's even more shit talking. <laughs> out. Beating, beating the horse while it's dead. David's laying in the ditch here. And you're just... It's, it's too much at this point. So, uh, David, do you want to go on to Tossin's favorite team name? Busting Mid Chubb and Brandon versus uh, Ben here. 105.55 to Brandon's league high of 184.65. You got anything to say about uh, that? Yeah, I mean, Ben, there's really no chance when they score that much. Um, Kyler Murray went off. Uh, Nick Chubb busted in a good way, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah, his whole team did pretty well besides... I mean, his worst player, his worst player that wasn't his kicker <laughs> scored 13 points. I, that's a little unreal, but. Yeah, to <laughs> say the least. I'm, I'm not too upset about it. I wouldn't have beat him even if my team did play well. But I hope it's not a start to a trend of Hawkeye tight ends just kicking my ass because the last two weeks I've had Hawkinson go off against me and now Fant with a 15-piece this past week. And to be honest, as much as I never thought I'd say it, I'm really dreading playing Austin as long as he's still got a Kittlehawk as his name. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, ah, that's such a stupid name. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's real fucking bad. <laughs> I don't know if Mary's Little Lamb was any better, to be honest. I... Kittlehawk makes no sense. Mary's Little Lamb is just kind of... I I feel like he was going for, like, Little Cock, but it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I... I, I don't. <laughs> Wouldn't it make more sense to be, like, Kittlehawk? Yeah, or, like... Because... 
I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. He's, he's got to work on his names. They, they're not there. It's pretty bad. I mean, still one and one, I guess. One forty-two point seven to uh, Jesse's one fifteen point five five. I'm just gonna say Jesse's team name right now is my favorite, with the uh, Kermit jumping off the roof. <laughs> gif and the lady in the background saying oh geez oh my god it, and he's got it's perfect it's set up well there uh jayden or ben when you two want to want to take this oh you me you we'll be doing this together <laughs> a little mislike uh so yeah um kittle hawk beats ogs oh my god 142 to 115 uh, i can tell you that no one really saw this one coming uh, even Tostin. So, uh, I was the only one to get this matchup right. Okay, so one person saw this coming. Um, that and Rodrigo Blankenship with those thick ass glasses. He R- saw that. Too. Ricardo? Roberto? Yeah, uh, yeah. Did I say Ricardo? <laughs> it's Rodrigo. I know it's Rodrigo. We, we did the same. We did, t- we did the same, same thing. thing. Did I say Rodrigo? You said Rodrigo. I said Ricardo yeah, last week, and in. David said Roberto. We're we're <laughs> filling we're we're back filling this exactly. I mean, you, you guys, guys just want to you've got episode week two matchups two too I mean. and three right now. So yeah. So anyways, back to the the game time. Uh, I think it was big that uh, Saquon only had two point eight points, which basically was equivalent to point eight points as he did fumble the knee out there. He did have Darren Waller go off. Kind of expected. I mean. There's really no one else there in in Las Vegas no. to catch Derek Carr's balls. Um, you got Renfro. He's oh, a stud. Yeah, he's Waller had an outrageous 42.7% of targets in that offense yesterday. Just yeah. just stupid. And then I guess the only other positive, I guess Mike Evans having a solid week is a positive sign for Jesse and Russ just doing what Russ did. But... Even with that, Cam still outscored Russ. Good pickup for Tostin. C.D. Lamb went off. David Montgomery went off. And Tyler Boyd caught from, I mean, I didn't watch it, but it sounded like a last-second touchdown or a last-minute touchdown, garbage time touchdown, to uh, give him a solid week as well. With that being said, Tostin's kicker was a top scorer on his team still, so... With 14 points, I like I said, one person out of all the people that put in wagers guessed that Tossum will win. So, yeah, we can we can kind of run through. We didn't do wagers again. Um, made the same mistake last week, but uh, between Tossum and Jesse, it was the kicker points. Tossum won that. Rodrigo Blankenship outscored him there. Then we had uh, Nick and Max between Henry and Camara. Camara outscored him there. Ben and Brandon had a low score on a single player. Uh, low score for Ben was Mike Williams, I believe, at like 2.1 points. And then the final one, Cook versus Herndon for most points by a tight end. Cook outscored Herndon, who had one point for Adam. So one of the higher, higher scoring players on Adam's team <laughs> with one point. But all right, we'll, we'll move on to week three matchups. Uh, let's start from the bottom up here. Go Tostin versus Nick, which is our actually matchup of the week here. So the six versus eight. Um, whoever gets this right will get a point and a half on their wagers. Uh, it's going to be a straight up head to head matchup this week. So uh, I'm going to take 
Tostin over Nick this week. I, you know, he's hot on my wager uh, train right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Nick cools off a little bit, doesn't score 178 points again, and uh, Tostin wins this one. I just, I'm gonna go Nick. Honestly, with the way that Kamara, Gordon, and Jones have looked, uh, I was definitely ragging a bit on him after the draft. But with the way, like all three of them, even Melvin Gordon on a not super good Broncos team this year has still looked like very capable. Um, I just think his running backs are too much for honestly, probably most people, if they keep up with the same pace that they've had through the first two games. I like, I like Nick as well on this. Um, I think Tom Brady and Alvin Kamara, they're going to be looking to rebound from yesterday's game against Las Vegas. Yeah. I like Nick. Uh, I'm also going to go with Nick on this. Uh, while Nick's team did go off last week, I truly do believe that Tossin's also hit its peak last week. I really don't see him scoring much more than that on the season. Um, yeah, like David mentioned, with all of his running backs and even Kareem Hunt, his lowest week this year, he's not getting a ton of touches, but he's very efficient with them. His lowest week is 10 points, and really I... I have a hard time believing that he's going to score any more or any less than that. So, um, Nick's my answer for this matchup. Okay, we'll uh, we'll move on to, oh geez, oh my God, versus please spare me, Jesse. Um, so Ben versus Jesse, I'm gonna take Ben to get his first win over Jesse this week. Jesse's just too beat up, man. No Saquon. Um, I just don't. I don't think he has a chance here. He needs to make some pretty big moves tonight, and if he doesn't, then he needs to start trading people and and really making some moves to uh, avoid that last place trophy there. Yeah, uh, I'm also gonna go with Ben here, and honestly, between Saquon and Tevin Coleman, Jesse's running backs have been pretty much demolished. He's looking at starting Naeem Hines and whoever he picks up on the waiver wires, I guess. I don't think he's going to try to want to start Corey Clement um, for the Eagles. So, yeah, I just... He got put in such a bad situation with injuries last week that I think Ben will be able to win fairly easy. I also agree with that. I think uh, with Jesse losing a lot of production from having Barkley out for the season. And then I like Ben's wide receivers this week. Um, Allen Robinson versus Atlanta. Devontae Parker versus the Jags. And then Mike Williams versus Carolina. I think he's going to have some pretty good production production from those three guys. Uh, why don't you think for yourself? He's following <laughs> the, the fuck boys here? Or what? I, I, just, I spaced that. I didn't hear what you said before. I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> it's, it's the fuck boys way of... Never sober. Alright, well, I'm two for two with voting against myself. I I think I'm going to stick to that. I think I'm going to go with Jesse. I mean, as much as he doesn't have running backs, he's got some pretty, like, capable wide receivers of going off. Um, and we saw what Darren Waller could do last week, so I think his running backs might <laughs> score combined, like, eight points, but I think his wide receivers and then Russell, Russell Wilson just absolutely shit on me. 
the story of my team is more that they're just not scoring in the same weeks. So I think that, again, happens. I'm guessing Allen Robinson probably catches his first touchdown of the year, but I'm fully expecting Devontae Parker to go out the hamstring injury at the beginning of the second half and Todd Gurley to just keep doing what he's doing and putting up a solid seven points a game. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with the underdog in Jesse here. All right. We'll move on to the next one. We'll go Brandon versus Drew in our two versus four. So going to have another undefeated go down this week for sure. Um, I'm going to go probably against the grain a little bit. Brandon's projected very high with like 132.35. He's in second place. It's been hot. I'm going to go with Drew. Uh, I, I think Brandon's team is pretty good. I don't know that Odell and Nick Chubb do what they did last week. I, I think that his team hit a ceiling, which isn't a bad thing at 185 points. Uh, I think they come down to earth a little bit. I think Drew performs better than his 107.6 point, uh, points last week, and I think that he beats him in a uh, finally average matchup where both teams put up like a like what we think is going to be the average of like 125-ish points. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you, but I'm also not with you. Um, I think Brandon's going to win. But I agree. I don't think it's going to be a blowout in Brandon's favor. And I don't think Drew is going to be a low scorer this week. I think it's going to be pretty even, like you said, probably around like 125 with give or take 10 points either way. Um, I guess one of the big things for Brandon's team is last week was Miles Sanders' first week of the season. And they'd said through like the off season that he was going to be the workhorse back for the team. And it looks like they were actually telling the truth. Um, he looked like a true workhorse out there. And I think that's going to be a, a real positive for Brandon's team. Yeah, I think I agree with both of you guys. I think it's going to be a really close matchup. I mean, just looking at Drew's team, I know he Devonte Adams being questionable is, is a big concern, concern for him, but he's got Austin Eckler versus Carolina. Um, and then with Brandon, you know, he's got Nick Chubb and Noah Fan. He looked incredible last week. And then Kyler Murray versus Detroit. I mean, Detroit's defense looked atrocious last week. Uh, fucking awful. Uh, but I'll, I'll show some love. I'll go with Drew. All right. All right. I'm going to move on to the next one here. We're going to go. Yeah, Ben, ben doesn't ben care. Anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean... I don't know why you guys are going in the same order every time. It's kind of look, throwing me off. Look, Ben, you can you can say who you want, no, fine, but you can't man. say anything else. We've got we're on a schedule here. Yeah, right. Clock. Well, uh, I've got. What if I say? What if I say? I've got forty-four minutes till the Nuggets start. What if I say the other stuff first? Yeah, that's that's cool. I guess. All right. Yeah. So I like Brandon in this one. Um, I think. Kyler will go off, and Miles Sanders, I think those two guys alone will push him over the top. I am the opposite of you guys. I don't think it's very close. I just think Drew's too beat up at the running back position, and I guess really just in general, but I really don't see him being much of a matchup this week. All right. I can actually go on to the next one now. Um we're going to go on to Jaden versus Connor. Jaden's projected 133.42 to Connor's 115.22. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm definitely going Jaden with this one. I think it's going to be 
pretty lopsided. I think he's going to win by 40, but I think he's only going to score 120 points. <laughs> so the big thing about this matchup is we've got another wager coming from it. We've got Connor's two starting running backs. So whether it's Devin Singletary, James White, or Tariq Cohen. Uh, so two out of those three, we're going to say, whoever's in the starting running back position, uh, I guess we can say kind of pending if he picks up anybody else on this one. But we'll say two out of those three unless he drops one of them. Uh, but two out of those three versus Jaden's lowest scoring running back between David Johnson and Dalvin Cook, whoever scores the most points. Uh, so I'm going to go Jaden on both. I think Jaden's lowest scoring running back will outscore Connors. Two you know, running backs there. I really wanted to go go uh, Jaden for both. Jaden's definitely going to win this week. Um, probably upset of the past two years if Jaden loses this week. Uh, but I think just by the fact that it's two against one, I think Connor's running backs are probably going to outscore the lowest scoring running back. Um, like we said, David Johnson had six points last week. It would be hard to imagine that two of Connor's running backs couldn't beat six points if David Johnson had a similar week. I don't know that he will, but we'll see. I mean, I I respect the take. Um, ben, why don't we go with you before Jay and let him speak on his own matchup last? Yeah, I agree 100% on that. Um, I think Dave, or Jaden, David, oh, <laughs> I think Jaden wins in blowout fashion. Um, I, yeah, I, I really don't see Connor having a chance. I do respect Stephon Diggs a lot more. I think he's getting huge reps, or huge targets, and that he'll be his second best wide receiver by the end of the year because Godwin's on a team with too many mouths to feed. But, uh, in terms of the running backs, I think I got to go with Jaden on this just simply because I think Buffalo gets its first rushing touchdown from a running back, but I think that running back's sitting on my bench. And between his other two running backs, it really doesn't matter if they play or if they don't. I don't see him putting up more than a handful. So, yeah, I got David Johnson. I mean, tough matchup, but I think they'll ride him out at pit. I think y'all are stupid. Corn's got this. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Cash a check. I mean, just look at it. Going down the line, you got Deshaun Watson who's off to a slow start, so he's just he's due for a forty piece. Chris Godwin's back. We we saw how good he was last year. I mean, I saw it firsthand. Dude led me to a championship. Um and then James White, if I've seen any football inspired like inspiring movie ever, when somebody comes back from a traumatic thing like losing their father, they come they come out and score like five touchdowns. So James White's gonna I'm setting his over and under at forty five points. Um, I'll I'll take so that being it. said, I don't <laughs> think Yeah, I don't think he's even gonna play, but his mom's probably gonna die here in the next couple of days. We'll see. That's just straight guessing. I have not read into anything. But, but so, anyways, keep going about the inspirational story. Maybe inspirational, like James White, 45 points. Maybe Tariq Cohn will go off <laughs> if James White doesn't play. 
in James White's for, name. Yeah, for James White. Right. So, so you've got... I got Connor for both. For both? <laughs> for the win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, uh, you missed on him last week. You were one of the two people to bet against Drew last week. I mean, I was close. It was Connor and you that voted for Connor, so. No. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to the next one. We've got uh, 0-2, what's new, and David. And we drink Coronas all day uh, in James. I'm just going to say straight up, not talk about it too much. I'm going with David, uh, and it's it's not super close. Yeah, I'm going to go with me too. Um, I put a fuck ton of money down on the waivers this week, so <laughs> if I don't get someone good, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, but, yeah, whoever it is, one of the many mystery people that I put a waiver claim down on uh, is going to lead me to a win this week. Yeah, I, I mean, I like David, too. It's I like DJ Chark versus Miami. I like Lamar Jackson versus KC. That's going to be a, a blockbuster game for sure. Um, probably a lot of points scored. And then just looking at uh, James's team, still a question mark with Julio Jones, uh, what he's going to look like for this upcoming week. So I'm going to go with David. And I am not. I'm going to go against David. Uh, I think Carson Wentz has his highest game of the season with 26 points. Um, at home versus Cincinnati, I think he's going to dump down and let his running backs do the work and – between that, I mean, I'm not on the Rojo bandwagon yet, so I really think that it's yeah, me neither. James has two half running backs versus David's full running back, and that cancels out, and I think James's wide receivers have David. So I'm going to go with James on this one. Carson Wentz got booed at a home stadium without any fans in it. So, yeah, that's kind that. of savage by the sound <laughs> operator. It's <laughs> it's incredible, pretty, but pretty brutal. <laughs> um, move on to our next matchup: uh, Judge Judy versus Josh Jacobs. A lot of alliteration there uh, be- between the two teams. Um, Max versus Jack. I'm gonna go with Max. I think he finally kind of rights the ship, gets out of his 0-2 hole. Uh, and I'm gonna go and their wager. They've got tight ends Zachers uh, versus Johnu Smith. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'll go Ertz this week. I think John won this season, but Ertz this week uh, for most points scored. Yeah, I think, oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Max. I think with that game of Baltimore versus Kansas City, I think that's going to be a shootout. And I think Patrick Mahomes is just going to have a ton of points. And then matchup-wise for the wager, I think I'm going to go Johnny Smith. Uh Minnesota's defense hasn't looked very great, uh, but neither has Cincinnati's, who Zach Ertz goes up against. So it's really a toss-up there, and I'm just trying to get back in the lead. So I had to go against you. Makes I'm I'm in the middle of the pack. So <laughs> Look, you, well, I'm at the bottom. I got to get past the middle first. You have to get in the lead on the podcast at least. Yeah. So. Um, I I think I agree with you too, David. I I like Max in this one. Um, I think Josh Jacobs. Jack versus New England. I think Belichick's going to try and take him out of the game, so I'm not expecting a big week from him. Um, and then on Max's side, Derrick Henry versus Minneapolis. I mean, Derrick Henry is a walking 25-piece nugget. Uh, I think he's going to go off. And then 
for the tight end matchup, though, I'm probably going to go with Ertz versus Cincinnati. So, yeah, that walking 25-piece nugget doesn't have 25 combined points on the season. Um, <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's why I'm, I'm kind of upset I don't get to play Max. Everyone seems to go off against Max, and Jack's team is almost his last bottom four guys are complete boomer bust ah i'm gonna put jack i'm gonna say jack on this one um with that baltimore kc game being a shootout i also think dallas and seattle could be the same way and if not then dallas will be trailing and dak will be throwing the whole game um i have no other reasons of taking jack outside of the fact that I just think all of his guys that are boomer bust will boom. Um, Deshaun Jackson against Cincinnati, Zach Ertz against Cincinnati, Sammy Watkins at Baltimore. They just seem like they're going to be more high-scoring games and they're going to somehow find a way. I mean, anyone else with Max's team, I'd probably take Max, but I'm taking Jack in this one and I'm going to take Zach Ertz in this one as well. All right, we'll move on to the last one. Uh, Adam and myself, keep it real short. I beat Adam. It's pretty bad. Adam gets under his weekly wager uh, of 100 points. I'm going on the <laughs> under there for him as well. So, uh, Yeah, I think you're also going to win. Um, uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I do think Adam gets over 100 he, he breaks 100 for the first time this year i okay. have faith in him okay he'll, he'll still lose but i might be a little bit bitter that he tried to throw ju- juju at See, yeah S- clyde so i i well, i he think threw that juju at all of us by uh, well, trying to do that exactly so. he he ruined the league really this year but uh i i think that he might get there i just because it's, it's, it's just principle i have to choose him to go under since he's playing against me and um he did that so Jaden, who do you got? I got you as well. Um, you know, Adam's been off to a rough start. I think it's going to continue to 0-3 for him. Um, as for the over-under of 100 points, I'll give it to him and, and pick the over. I think he'll score 112.3 this week. 112.3? Okay. That's what it's going to be. I, I agree that uh, one of the teams will score 112.3. I think that's going to be Travis's team. I think Adam scores 101.7. I like I said I think Adam or Travis takes it and Adam will make that 100 points. Let the record show that Yahoo has me winning by 7 tenths of a point or 7 hundredths of a point. Shockingly close to projections. So, I I don't know what that is about but uh, we'll see about tonight with uh, everything clearing. You've got quite a bit of money going that way. I'm sure Adam does as well. Uh, we'll we'll kind of wrap it up here. So we made it through the entire podcast, and it's still recording. We turned around this time so we could see the reco- or the the computer, see that it was actually recording. We we've got an open spot for next week. It was supposed to be tossing again this week. We were kind of thinking, and then went to Jaden, and Jaden was kind of late, and then went to Ben and so we, we doubled up this week so we've got we've got people or spots open for next week if anybody wants to be on uh, it sounds like it's going to be Connor or Mueller 
sure Mueller, he said he wanted to be on. But we'll see if he if he's going to be available or not. I haven't really talked to him since preseason. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for being on. It was uh, your guys' pleasure. Is there anything you want to say? Come get me, fuckers. <laughs> uh, Jaden, are you going to make the deal or? Nah. Looking, looking for <laughs> our first on-air trade still. We'll, we'll see what we get next week. Maybe one of us will try to trade with whoever's... Even if it's just like a, a kicker or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll trade... Who's my kicker in? I'll trade my kicker. I mean, Mike... On air. We might. I, it seems like that's <laughs> that's going to be a week 16 thing if we can't absolutely, if we, if we absolutely cannot do something better than that. That's, right. that's a good safety blanket. Yeah. Okay. Jane, you had something else to say? You sure? <laughs> just shaking your head? Yeah. No, I'm good. Instead of losing your taste, you lose your speech? Or <laughs> use your words, guy. No. All right. All right. I guess uh, with that, thank you from uh, from the Fancy Fuckboys and AJ in Productions. We're still out to uh, eventually absorb the Hezzy pull-up. Uh, that's that's the, the goal there. So uh, with that, a fuck it. Uh, I have I have one more thing. One more thing, okay. I feel like we don't have to do it right now, but you know we have the fancy fuck boys, AJ in Productions. I feel like we need a name for the studio. Oh man, I'm kind of thinking like Cougar Town. It could it, that's not that's not a I bad mean. one. Um, I I was thinking about spray painting free candy on the side of my sheets out here, uh, so. Uh, that <laughs> that might bring something into it. I, it doesn't really That's attract the exact opposite of Cougar Town. <laughs> so, so, so Daddy's Palace. <laughs> uh, it could, we'll we'll come up with something. Uh, Cougar Town could be could be an option. We we might go away from spray painting uh, free candy on the side, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that this would land any cougars either. But we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, uh, I already said my fuck it. You got anything to say? Uh, hey, fuck it. Peace. Loop! Hey, Jesus. Gotta fucking deal with this together, bro. Okay? You got this shit. Okay, bye.